Hey, 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 what's up, what's up, what's up? How's it going, everybody? It's me, Matt Kennett, your host here, and uh, you're tuned into Mub Club, uh, one of the many shows here on Hip Dad Radio. I do this show live every Thursday night on our Twitch channel and uh, website, hipdad.cool. And uh, yeah, I do it live. Uh, Sometimes I just play music and just hang out. Um, And then sometimes I bring guests on and we talk about different topics. Uh, This episode here is uh, with my great friend, Andrew Brandell. He comes on and he talks about fish. It's a really awesome episode. We actually went to the Shedd Aquarium a couple days before recording this episode. And we talk about all the cool fish we saw. Uh, the Shed Aquarium is an awesome aquarium here in Chicago. Um, so when quarantine is over, uh, definitely go check out The Shed. It's super interesting. Uh, but yeah, uh, Mub Club, a show I do live every Thursday night. Uh, if you want to tune in live, go to our website, hipdad.cool, or our Twitch channel, uh, Hip Dad Radio, and you can tune in. You can chat in the chat room and ask uh, ask questions, request songs. You can, uh, you can even call in to the show and start uh, joining the, the club and start asking questions to whoever is on the show. And uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. I do the show every week, so tune in then. But here's Andrew Brendel and myself talking about fish. Awesome, awesome, man. Well, uh, dude, how have you been? I've been good. Um... Wow, gotta be honest with this pandemic, days are really blurring together. Yeah, I know. Um, geez, I don't know. It's in a way, it's it's good to get kind of away from like get a break from all the craziness in life. Um, but I don't know. It's uh, it's definitely getting to me. Uh, every sing- as as time goes by, every week is a little harder. But you know, I don't know. Well, at least tomorrow's Friday. Yeah, that's true. Are you doing anything fun this weekend? (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to go crazy. Um, No, it's honestly, I've been doing a big project. I'm just kind of reviewing the whole apartment, figuring out stuff to donate, been doing a deep clean, a lot of stuff I've been neglecting for a long time. So it's a deep clean. What is a deep clean for you? Um, like getting like a, a brush and scrubbing down the bathrooms and all the floors. That's pretty good. I need to get on that too, man. Well, you got such a nice new place. I know. Yeah, as you can see, I have a I have a new I have a new uh, a new apartment here, uh, brand spanking new. I'm uh, recently married uh, with two kids, um, so we needed more space. And uh, as you can see, kids are in bed. I'm doing the show. You know, I'm the true hip dad now. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's not true. Um, so for those who don't know, I uh, relocated to my place in South Carolina, uh, Hilton Head Island. So I'm down here, down south with the family, um, just hanging out. And uh, it's pretty nice. Let me tell you, um, my uh, happiness level has gone way up since I've been down here. Uh, definitely was uh, not great at home you know obviously just stuck in my room just doing work but uh now i I, as you i don't know if you can see this but hold on there's my monitor you know so i'm still working from uh working from here you know every day but uh at least i can go walk on the beach and stuff which is kind of cool 
But yeah. Do you see any fish? Yeah, dude, I see a lot of fish. Um, uh, what's cool is um, every day you see jellyfish uh, on the the sand, which is cool. They get washed up, which is kind of interesting. Um, that, it's not like that every 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 like season or not every every month. It's just like seasonally, like they'll they'll be fish in certain time or jellyfish out at certain times. So it's kind of cool. Um, but yeah, there's definitely sharks in the water. Um, I don't know. Stingrays, fish, other fish. I don't know. I don't really know uh, too many fish that are out here. I was gonna prepare a lot, like knowing which fish were in around here, but uh, unfortunately, I had a lot of technical difficulties before the show. But I think it's working now, so it's cool. <laughs> Do you get to see any like horseshoe crabs? I feel yeah, like those are over there. They are. It's real. They're really cool. I was actually after work. Uh, I went for a walk and I saw this huge horseshoe crab on the beach. It's just like sit, just laying there, and I was like, whoa. Uh, and I just because I I feel like when they wash up, I'm not sure if they're dead. Like because I usually when they wash up, they're like dead, and like they don't have any insides to them. Because like I always pick them up. I used to pick them up as a kid and like look in the inside, and there'd be like nothing. Or, or there'd be, like, an actual crab inside the thing. Um, but, uh, basically, I don't know. So, I always, I saw, yesterday I just kind of saw it, and it just kind of sits there, and it doesn't do anything. It looks like some dead, like, dinosaur thing. So, you just, I just kind of kicked it, and uh, nothing happened, and I kept walking, so. <laughs> now they're actually older than dinosaurs. Like, horse have really? been around forever. It's so weird. How do they survive this long? I I don't know. It's like one of those weird creatures that just doesn't evolve. It just like nailed it early on. Dang. That's so they they do look like old as time. That's for sure. Well, uh, damn man, that's crazy. Um, well, how's Marlene? Is she kicking? Yeah, she's um, playing Animal Crossing. Oh, sick, dude! Are you playing a lot of Animal Crossing? Yeah, lots of fishing that she's been doing. Um, she catches a lot of the oarfish, which are really cool. The oarfish? Mm-hmm. Okay. Don't you know that? I know there's different fish in, uh, in Animal Crossing. I know that. But the oarfish, they're, like, gigantic. They're, they're huge. Um, they're, like, a serpent-like fish. Um, if you know the, the Pokemon Melodic, it's, like, based off of, uh, oarfish. Um, dude, I have not been playing any video games since uh, I've been in quarantine. I should though. The, um, I got Luigi's Mansion. Did I tell you that? No, the one on the Switch. Yeah, you had that, didn't you? Yeah, Marlene. I came into the last inning to help with the final boss battle. Oh, um, nice. Oh, you were Gooigi. Yes, that was Luigi. Nice, dude. <laughs> dude. Nice. I like that like, he just kept respawning all the time because I was not good at the game. Yeah, that a lot of like Nintendo games that are like really one player, they they always add like this two player element, like co op, but it's really just kinda like one person's the main character and then the second person's kinda like this like kind of just half ass character they just throw in to help, but you're not really playing the game. Right? I feel like that's what it's like, right? Well, and it's nice, too, because, like, with Nintendo games, I feel like those are more kind of, like, family-cousin-focused games. So some of my cousins that are younger, 
nice being able to like add them in, but you can still you know carry the game. Right. So you don't rely on them. Yeah, it's, it's really cool that, yeah that is pretty cool. It's like you ever play um uh Mario Galaxy when you have like the um, little or when you have like the you're pointing and you're collecting the stars with the Wiimote. Yeah, uh, Mario Sunshine, I guess. Yeah. Wow. Similar games, but doesn't really apply there. But <laughs> but totally, man. Um, but uh, Brandel, Fish, uh, Brandel, tell me about uh, your journey with Fish. Where, where did it all begin? Why do you love Fish? Why do I love Fish? Um, I don't know. I think always as a kid, I was very fascinated with them. Um, just because they have such a different way of life where they're just always in this liquid. It's not like they're walking around or breathing. And they have just this whole different society that they function with that, like, is very unknown. Like, um, I don't know if you've seen any of the Blue Planet series, but, like, I had season one as a DVD set as a kid that I would just watch on loop. But um, season two came out, like, a year or two ago, and they found that, like, fish actually communicate verbally and stuff like that, which I have never knew. So, like, when they're always moving their mouths and making clicking noises. So, so yeah, they're really talking to each other, just like what you and me are. Exactly. That we just can't do. Do you think, do you think one day we'll be able to understand what they're saying? They're working on it. They That's what they were talking about briefly in the episode, where they've got, like, these guys with the, with the sound things in the water trying to figure out what frequencies transfer to what... It's, it's very fascinating. And I do want to introduce my co-host. He's kind of hiding. Oh, yeah. Um, so I have a beta fish. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Wow. So I've had this guy for a couple of years now. I think two or three years. And it, that's the Christopher Walken, except he's swimming. Oh, Christopher uh, swimming. It's not Christopher. <laughs> In. Oh, it's it's Christopher Walken, buddy swimming. Except. Or except he's um, swimming. Oh, wow, what a long name and complicated name. And I actually, so I just re-cleaned this pool because so you can see I've got bamboo in here. And there were snail eggs in one of the bamboos. And then one day I just came by and the entire bowl was just full of snails. And You just I, don't know how they got there? Yeah, they're eggs. So snails are crazy where they can change gender at kind of like whenever it's convenient. <sighs> so like there has to be at least two and How then convenient. they can just like keep breeding. It's a plague. That's cr- that's crazy. I wonder why we can't do that. Um, yeah, I I don't know, I guess we missed out. Shoot. I don't know. Yeah, anyway, I guess, you know, I don't know if I'd you know, want to switch like that. But, you know, some people do, that's for sure. But, yeah, um, well, that's interesting, man. Also, um, a type of fish. I didn't realize some fish could do it as well. Um, and it was also in Blue Planet, too. I can't remember what it was called. But they all start off as female, and then whichever one gets the largest will then transition into a male. Wow, really? Okay. And then you can't go back. They can only go female to male. They can never switch back. Oh, okay. They can only go female to male. With a kid. Huh. Interesting. Okay. I wonder why that is. You know, it's like once you go male, you'll never go back, I guess. It's like one of those things. 
I guess. <laughs> Dude, that's funny. All right, well, I got a question, Brando. How would you describe? How would you describe uh, what fish are? For those who don't know what fish are. Um, they are. Wow. They are creatures that live submerged in liquid. I. That's a really tough question. They've yeah. Got I feel like there's. Well, there's so many different kinds of fish, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's such a broad question, but. I don't know. They are awesome creatures. That's how I would describe them. They are awesome creatures. Um, you know, I think I, I kind of looked it up on um, online and shit. But uh, they, I think it's just like they have, they're just kind of water. They're in water and they can't have limbs, I'm pretty sure. You know? Because, like, stingrays and sharks and eels are all fish. So, like, stingrays, they've got, like, wings. I guess they can't have, like, digits. Because, yeah, like, oh, okay, well, like, let's say, like, when a, um, a minnow becomes a frog, right? Yes. What, how, how do you, so what is, is that's, like, they become, they move from a fish to a, what do you yeah, call it? So like a, the way that um, evolution has been, um, I guess, figured out or determined was that, yeah, it started with fish, and then I'm trying to remember what they're called. Um, I can't believe I'm blanking on the name. Oh, it's like Hymeria or something, and it's basically a fish that had really strong frontal fins that it could use to pull itself up onto land, and then eventually they started growing limbs into, like, amphibians. Amphibians were like, okay, let's be on land longer. So then they became like reptiles and then mammals. Okay. Interesting. There's a really, really good documentary called Walking with Monsters that um, was done by the Walking with Dinosaurs people. Does a good job explaining. Huh. Okay. Interesting. You'll have to you'll have to send me that one. I'd love to I'd love to watch that. Um, when, when do you think that was? A couple years ago, when. Uh, Couple billion trillion years ago. <laughs> I know, dude. Whenever I think about that stuff, it really puts like life into perspective of how long the Earth has been around and how small and insignificant you and me are. Yeah, fish. I know fish started coming onto land during the Devonian, and do you know actually bugs feed us land? Really? Yeah, there used to be. Um, in the Cerulean era, that's when there were like um, giant like scorpions that lived in the ocean that were like the size of like cats and dogs, and they were able to come onto land and kind of take it over, and then like fish started making their way. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Cool. What? Well, well, explains it. Okay. Cool. All right. It's like, it's kind of like, it's, it's, I guess it's like one of those things that's hard to, to visualize, but you just got to take uh, everyone's word for it. It'd be nice to, if we could see it for ourselves, but it's just, it was drawn out for such a long period of time. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll believe it. I'll believe it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a believer. Um, well, uh, Brandel, you, um, you, uh, you're a recent member at the, uh, Chicago Aquarium, the uh, what do you call that? 
The Shed. The Shed, that's right. Tell us about that. What, what decided you become a member at the Shed Aquarium? Uh, well, it was actually a Christmas gift. Um, so my aunts and uncles all chipped in together to get me this annual membership. And the Shed has always been one of my favorite places in the city as a kid. There's just so many different unique creatures they have. And as I've always traveled, I've truly judged a city off their aquarium, and Chicago does have one of the best. Um, but I've always loved checking out the belugas, and they have such cool freshwater exhibits. Because um, I always think that, like, oh, fish, like, I, you know, the go-to is kind of like a coral reef-like setting. But, like, seeing a lot of those fish from, like, the Amazon are just, like, wow, evolution got crazy on those. Yeah, yeah. Like, but you don't, the, you don't um, immediately think of the Amazon kind of like all those. Yeah, yeah. I remember what, yeah. So, Brandel and I actually went to the Shed Aquarium recently. It was a great trip. Thank you for bringing me, by the way. Yeah. It was awesome, and it's just—it is really interesting to see different areas of where uh, certain fish are. And there's like the Amazon, and then you know there's like the you know you know coral reef kind of stuff, and then there's like Africa, and then then there's the whole um, all of like the Great Lakes, which is interesting because then you could see what is in our Great Lakes, and it's so close to us. Um, and it's cool because the shed is literally on the lake, so it's like wow, we're like right next to it, so. Kind of interesting. Um, Definitely. Yeah, man. Hey, you're tuning into Mug Club here on Hip Dad Radio. We're talking about fish. Um, I love fish. And I, you know what else? I love eating fish. Brandel, do you like eating fish? I actually do not eat fish. You, don't, you refuse um, to eat fish? Is that a tr- Yeah, that's like I'm... What is it? A pescatarian? I'm the opposite of that. That's it's interesting. Like, is that just because um, you really like fish and you don't want to eat them? Honestly, that's kind of how it started. So back in high school, like freshman year, I tried the whole vegetarian thing, but I missed chicken too much. So I kind of went back. I'm like, you know what? I just won't eat fish then. And I've really done a good job at maintaining that. Okay. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Oh man, dude! I I don't know, man. I love fish tacos. I just I, I don't know. I, I could never do it. I could never get away from uh, fish. I could never get away from meat either, dude. Um, I know for like at a health standpoint, like I would love to just be healthier, but it's just I, you know, fish tacos are just some of the best things in the world for me. So I don't know. Yeah, Brandel. What was what is your favorite fish? Well, I knew you were going to ask that. Um, it is such a hard question to answer because there's so many different fish that I really like. Like, definitely growing up, I was more into sharks. But um, I really like... Are you familiar with, like, guitar fish? Um, there was one uh, yeah, I think sh- so. Yeah, I think so. Is that the one that, that where its eyes are like side like on its no, side? That's, um, a, that's a different one. I do kind of yeah. I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll look it up online and see if like, I recognize it. But yeah, you'll have to Google it. Like it's um similar. Like I really think that like the guitar fish and like sawfish are really cool. I think they're in like the same family. Yeah, where it's just so massive and they're so unique looking. 
Right. That I'll, I would just love to encounter those in the wild. I, I have no <laughs> idea where they're going. So, would you feel comfortable swimming around them? Yeah, I mean, I've swam with a lot of things. Like, I've really? swam a shark before. And wow. Brandell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You jumped yeah, in with the sharks, huh? Dang. And you survived. Yes, I mean, there's only like three sharks that you gotta watch out for. Like, great whites, tigers, and bull sharks are the only three that will really mess with a person. But, like, I've swam with like nurse sharks, zebra sharks, uh, kind of just like regular reef sharks. They're like really curious, but honestly, they're like such. But they could kill like, you if they wanted. They're scared of you than anything, and they're, right. it's just really their curiosity. Um, but yeah, what else? Um, swam with jellyfish, but that wasn't fun. Um, sea lions, I swam with sea lions. That was really cool. Um, and penguins. That was that was definitely like a beautiful moment. Um, we were in the and we had like a, you know those like little minnow schools of fish all yeah. around us. You couldn't even see the ground or the surface. There were just so many fish around, and penguins were just darting left and right around you. And they were just so cool. Um, wow. Yeah. I got to say, like, if you're able to make it out to the Galapagos, that was, like, one of the best vacation spots I've ever been. Um, it's so remote, and the animals there aren't really used to people, so they have a lot of curiosity. And we were there for, like, there was, like, the hammerhead migration, and the boat we were on, they had, like, big spotlights, so it was just, like thousands of hammerheads swimming by. Wow. Um, another thing that we saw that too. That's crazy, man. They had uh, the sea lions hunting flying fish and like half their pursuit is above the water. Like they're just like jumping like stones trying to catch them and that was insane. I could have watched that for days. <laughs> oh my god. That's crazy. Um, Dang, it is crazy how, like, fish can jump out of the water like that, you know? Yeah, if what if they could actually fly? That'd be so cool. Fish could fly? <laughs> or, oh, you mean penguins could fly? Um, you know what? Either. Like, I'm not going to exclude penguins from that. Yeah, that's true. That's crazy. Like, that would be wild if you just saw, like, a, a fish jump out of the water and just, like, and just start flying away. That'd be freaking nuts. Um, what is crazy is, um, so my, where I'm sitting right now and where I'm working is I actually can, I can look out and I can see the ocean right now. Well, not really. Right now. Well, it's nighttime, so I can't see it now, but, um, but I can, I can see it. Um, and it, uh, what's cool about it is I can, they, they have the, like seagulls, um, flying around and they just like dive bomb into the water to catch fish. And they just go, and then like, they like kind of, I don't know if they catch them and then they like fly off. And it's just crazy to just kind of watch them do that, like from a really far distance. Um, it's wild. I don't know if I ever told you this, but I had a fear of seagulls for like 10 years. <laughs> really? I, <laughs> I was really little. I was like, maybe like, I don't even think my brother was born yet. Maybe I was in like preschool. And I was walking around with this popsicle at SeaWorld, and a seagull flew into my face and started, like, cutting my cheeks. No way. It, it attacked you like that? 
Yeah, it did. Dude, be, birds can be vicious. It was a, it was an assault. Um, and it took me a minute. Just I think birds in general like freaked me out because I'm like, oh my god, it's gonna come at my face. Um, but seagulls are messed up. I was at this one bar in the Caribbean, and a seagull stole like a, some small bird or maybe a baby seagull and flew into the bar and then just swallowed that animal whole in the middle. And it was like horrifying to watch. <laughs> Are bird? Um, I don't uh, know if you've seen that video that's trending from last week, but a seagull found a like a regular sized rabbit and then swallowed it whole. <laughs> oh my it's god. Like, that's what? pretty... That's pretty crazy, man. <laughs> Have you seen that one video about, um, I don't know if it's real or not, but I, I saw it on the internet the other day. It's like this giant eagle fly, like, there's this, like, family on a golf course, and there's, like, this baby. And, like, this, this giant eagle swoops down and grabs this baby and starts flying away with it. And it starts to, like, get some height. And then, like, uh, the dad, like, runs after it. And then, like, the baby drops. (laughs) What if, like, the the bird, like, flew off and just took off with this baby? (laughs) What would you think if, like, you were the dad in that situation? I don't know, but... um, (laughs) No! Um... There was actually this type of giant eagle back in, like, the Ice Age days. It was, like, Argentinus or something. Yeah. And it would just, like, pick up, like, ostrich-sized birds and people. Like, there was an eagle at one point that did intentionally hunt people. That's crazy. That's that's kind of... That's pretty spooky, man. You know, we're sharing this earth with all these creatures. Um, It's nuts. And you know what's crazy about fish and the ocean? There's just uh, so much of the ocean that is so undiscovered. Um, you know, we think we think we know the Earth. We really don't. We really don't, you know? No, and I've always... Um, so, and I mentioned Blue Planet earlier. My favorite episode was always those deep sea ones where they go down there, and every time they go down there, they find, like, ten new species. Yeah, that's crazy. That that that, that freaks me out. See, that's crazy because you can't even, um, you can't even, like, you can't swim with those, you know? No, well, the pressure no. with all that water, um, but it's nuts, and, like, who knows what's up with, like, giant squids down there, um, what else is interesting down there? They've got, like, giant spiders on the bottom of the ocean, which I never knew about, um, it's just, it's just crazy. Yeah, it's, like, uh, some of the, they look the, like, the weirdest looking fish down there, and, like, they have the ones with the, the light over its head, and then, like, yeah, the, the draw. Yeah, that's that's creepy. That's well, and creepy. You know, with those fish, the females are the ones that you usually see in media because the males are like little ticks, and what they do is that the males are parasites, and then they attach themselves and then burrow into the female. So then she does like all the hunting and everything while he is just like this, a, like a literal tick in her side. That's just like... Been there, man. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to say that. That's hilarious. (laughs) No, that's just like... Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow, that's scary, man. Uh, Yeah, the ocean is a scary place. Uh, A part of me is like... 
glad that we can't you know go down there because that's fucking crazy. And you know, you know what's you know what's wild? Uh, giant squids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know it's crazy that they they like for like ever they didn't even know that they were real like until recently, right? Um, I mean, like they've historically over the years kind of like their bodies would wash up on shore, and that's where like a lot of mythology behind like the kraken and stuff comes from. Yeah. But, um, I think it was the Monterey Bay Aquarium out in California. They have one that they've like preserved in this tube. And it is massive, like it's bigger than I am. Um, and they, what's cool too is that those the sperm whales eat them. Like that's like their number one prey. So these oh, whales wow. are able to like, hold their breaths and go down to those depths to hunt these giant squid. Wow! <laughs> wow, whales can go down that deep. That's crazy. Yeah, um, it's oh, I know that sperm went through, and I think it's like Rousseau's dolphin. Like, there's a type of dolphin that deep sea dives. Yikes, bro. Um, what? God, dolphins is crazy. Dude, whales are crazy. Whales mm-hmm. are just these, like, giant... I mean, how big are whales? Like, the size of, like, a school bus? Does that sound right? Bigger. The Bigger? blue whale, like, a dozen elephants. Jesus, that's nuts. Maybe that's such a ways. I don't know. Blue whales are just like biggest thing that's ever lived on our planet. They're crazy. That's nuts, man. Ah, uh, so have you ever like seen those pictures of like whales washing up on shore? Yeah, a beached whale. Um, yeah, I've seen like footage of them and stuff. And I gotta be honest, I feel lucky that I haven't seen that in person. I feel like that's just so heartbreaking. That's, that's really heartbreaking. Um, yeah, because I mean, there's well, it's, it's heartbreaking because there's nothing you can do about it, really. It's not like you can, I guess, if you got like uh, all your friends together and started pushing. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't think you could, I don't even think you could do that. Well, and the reason why a lot of whales get beached is from like mental health issues with the whales, right? So really? it's just like mental like health sad. issues with the whales. Yeah, like, um, they're very social animals, so if they're, like, isolated or alone, then they kind of beach themselves. So it's just, like, the whole suicide aspect behind it is just, like, really messed up. Wow, that's interesting. They think that way. Hmm. Well, you know, um, well, it's, like, I, like I was saying, like, walking down the beach is, a uh, like, every now and then you'll find, like, a beached fish or something just on the ground or like a you know it's already dead i mean but uh or like you know i like i'll walk down the beach and i'll see like so many jellyfish just sitting there like lying on the ground like so many you have to like walk around them and shit um but yeah like and like starfish and stuff but you know nothing like a big fish you know that never happens so i don't know um, did I ever tell you my um, jellyfish story with my family and my first hangover? <laughs> no, tell it. Tell it to the world. So, um, this is going back to that Galapagos trip, and like the drinking age there was like non-existent. So I was like little high school Andrew, being exposed to all these alcoholic cocktails. Um, and there were a bunch of college kids on the boat. So when we went over the equator, people were like celebrating and stuff. And there was supposed to be like a like a 6 a.m. scuba the next morning 
and my family went to bed, but I'm like, no, I'm going to like keep hanging out with people. And wow. <laughs> yeah. I awesome. had so many pina coladas. I remember like just <laughs> tripping all over the place back to my cabin. And so in the morning, my brother's trying to wake me up. I'm like, go without me. Like, I can't do this. Like, <laughs> I'm like vomiting a ton. I'm like, I'm just not feeling it. So they go without me. And it turns out, so they took a Zodiac off our boat. And when they got to the, the spot where they were going to dive, everybody like jumps off the Zodiac. And it was just a field of jellyfish. So my entire family, like, my brother had one, like, that was on his face. Like, they had just sting marks all over them. No way. It was, like, tough for the rest of the trip because they were completely <laughs> ruined by the jellyfish. <laughs> so, like, my first Did hangover. Did you know that they were there? Yeah. So, like, my first <laughs> hangover saved me from this jellyfish. <laughs> that's, so, that's like a gift from God right there. That's beautiful. I love that. Dang. Yep. That's, why, that's why you drink. <laughs> yeah dude, that's the reason <laughs> dude getting stung by jellyfish sucks dude uh it happened you know when you're down here it happens like all the time i mean i've only gotten stung like once or twice but my sister would get stung like every single time we came down here like uh-huh. like but for some reason i only got stung like once which is so weird i don't know well, that's luck that's a blessing i'm just lucky i guess but no like i remember like whenever i'm down here all like my friends and all my like relatives and family they always got stung it's crazy and like the one time i got stung it hurt like hell man it it just because the thing is it's not just like a like it it's like a like a um like it just stings for like a like a couple minutes it stings for like two hours and it hurts for like two hours and it's like oh my god like why is this gonna go away oh man you know what else is crazy um stingrays um, my brother got stung by a stingray down here um, when he was a kid, and that was crazy because uh, he got he was like just running around the shallow parts. I mean, they're like really shallow too, so he just run it and he just like stepped on a stingray's stinger, and yeah. like and it like I don't know if, like something would went up his leg or something, but he uh, he ended up having to go to the hospital, and then he ended up having to wear a cast for like the whole summer. Well, some stingrays can generate electricity. Oh, yeah, I guess that's why, yeah. That's... So, like, if you step on it, they can give you that electrical shock. It's crazy. And when we were at the shed, you remember all those, like, freshwater stingrays? Yeah. Those are, like, all electric. Like, the stingrays in freshwater are like, yeah, we're going to electrocute you. But um, not every single stingray in, like, the ocean would. Like, a lot of them with their actual stingers at the end... That's more of just kind of like a shiv at the end of their tail. Like, they don't sting you with their tail. They stab you with it. Oh, interesting. So, were the ones that, that we saw at the shed, could they have stung us if we... Um, it's kind of like, it depends on the ray. So, like, the ones that have a more electrical charge are more invested in electricity than the barb on their tail. So the ones that do have the barb on their tail are, like, that's their primary mode of defense that they picked. Um, But, yeah, I've done, like, swimming with, like, stingrays in the Caribbean and stuff where you're just, like, standing there and there's, like, these big blankets pretty much that can just, like, take you under the water because they want the the squid you're holding. Um, And those ones are are fine because, like, I've stepped on those and stuff and they don't really care. But when they slither by you and their tail rubs up against your leg, it's, like, feels like a little razor blade and it's like it's 
where it's like, okay, you're getting a little close. Yeah, um, seriously. Oh my gosh. But that's where um, that's what happened with the crocodile hunter is that one of those stingray barbs it got him in the chest. It like stabbed him. Oh. And so it was like the removal like of that. Like right in the heart, right? Then he get stabbed in the yeah. heart. It was one of the worst places, and it sucks too because like I, I watched that show as a kid, and he was such a great guy, oh, and he yeah. was so good to animals. And the way that the stingray killed him, like only like two people have ever been documented in history of dying that way. Like, yeah, well, the thing different... is, the thing is, like I, what I've heard is that they could have saved him, but he decided to just like pull it out right away, right? Yeah. Himself. Mm-hmm. It's you know, like um, badass. Like an- seriously, pulling that thing out, like, oh my god, <laughs> he, he was such a badass, <laughs> Steve Irwin. Yeah. Yeah. What a great and guy. His just got married. His what? I don't know. If, his daughter just got married. Oh, that's they had, nice. Like, this big wedding last weekend. I saw some of the pictures on Facebook. And it was so cool. They had, like, giraffes there, and, like, co- everybody was, like, holding a koala. <laughs> the coolest wedding I've ever seen. That's awesome, man. Um, Freak. Well, uh, do you think your wedding will be like that if you ever get married? Yeah. Um, have some I, fish that, around? That's what it's thing, where it's, like, I haven't really thought <clears throat> about what would happen much. Um Ideally, quick ceremony, and we can just focus on the after party. Um, but like, and have all the friends and family there. But that's where I'm flexible. Where I'm like, you know what? They can pick. They can Fair. pick. Yeah, it's it's it's. You know, I'm not. You know, I guess her wedding's really about the people getting married or the the people who are there. I don't know. It's a good I, question. I, me, it's the open bar and the party. I'm yeah, just like yeah, stuff. yeah. Friends, that's like what I care about. But like the whole walking down the aisle thing, I'm like that just feels like slow and boring. Yeah, true. Yeah, dude. I mean, I haven't been to too many weddings. I went to a couple as a kid, but um, uh, a part of me is kind of like I was like, yeah, I really want to go to weddings and like hang out with my friends. But part of me is like, man, I'm probably gonna go to so many freaking weddings when I'm like in my like late twenties, early thirties, like. Uh, I, I should just like be thankful I'm not going to them right now. <laughs> you know, yeah, once this friend group starts getting hitched, it's just going to be like back to back to back. Yeah, like we got some saving up now. Well, I'll never get married, so so don't worry about me. Well, okay. oh, you don't want to get married? Nah, but I, you know, well maybe I'll have a couple weddings. I don't know. <laughs> just don't no, want to. I'm just kidding. I have no idea. I'll definitely get married one day. <laughs> You know, who knows? Maybe I'll marry a fish. Yeah, who knows? But I have Dude, a what was that? What was that fish with the big mouth that we saw at the shit aquarium? Um, the paddlefish. That thing was weird. Those are cool. Um, have you ever seen a fish. basking shark? A what? A basking shark? No. So they don't really have any of these in captivity, but. Um, they are like that fish, but just like crazy big, and their mouths are just like always open, and they catch like a bunch of plankton in it. But that's still a fish where I'm like, I'd be afraid to accidentally get swallowed by that thing. <laughs> That'd be a way to go, getting swallowed by a fish. Oh, I couldn't. But um, another really... yeah, 
Um, another really cool shark, though. Have you heard of, like, the Greenland sharks? No. So these are, like, the oldest documented, like, living fish. Like, they have um, a shark up there that's been alive for, like, nearly 400 years. And these ones live, like, in the Arctic. And Wait, they kind of, like... the 400-year-old shark? Yeah. What? That seems and insane. And they, like, hunt, like, seals and stuff like that. 400-year-old shark? Yeah, they don't know how old they live to, but they're, like, could be immortal. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, you're going to have to send me a picture of this thing. That sounds insane. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to think about that for a while. 400 years? I don't know if anything should be alive that, alive that long. Dang, man. Well, they, like, aren't. Like, when, going back to the Galapagos trip, have you ever heard of Lonesome George, the tortoise? No. Well, I've heard about tortoises can live long. He was Charles Darwin's tortoise. And so we were going there to see him, and he died two days before we got to the island. Oh, no. And I'm like, are you kidding? That is like, (laughs) what are the odds he was alive that long, and then right when you see him... (laughs) I was so bummed, and and I mentioned the Monterey Bay Aquarium earlier. That's the aquarium where they... um, have an exhibit of a great white shark and they released the shark the day before we got there and that made me really upset too because I'm like that's the whole reason I came to this aquarium so I could see a great white jeez well (laughs) damn tortoises how long do you think tortoises can live um I have no idea because Darwin did his thing like forever ago he's the guy who first theorized evolution so i would say like five to six hundred years maybe that's just like me guessing oh my god that's crazy Uh, what 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 kind of fish would you be what kind of fish would i be i would love to be probably like a whale shark um, because they're just, like, so beautiful, and they're, like, large enough where they don't have any predators. So this fish can literally just, like, explore the world with no worry. Okay. Like, okay. Explore the world with no worry. I like that. Do you feel exactly. like you, you're, you're, you're worrying a lot in real life, Brando? Um, Maybe that's what that means. Uh, yeah, that's an interesting parallel. I mean, there's always stuff that gives me anxiety, <laughs> but um, I think especially in the ocean where it's like you can you have to be on alert 24/7 because things can come, birds can come from above, sharks can come from below. Like you always have to be on alert for predators. So by being a whale shark where you can just swim through all of the hunting grounds, then you never have to worry about somebody coming up and sneaking up on you. Yeah. Okay. I dig that. Um, all right, I'm trying to think of. I so those are the questions that I had. Um, would you ever consider starting up a fishbowl again? See, okay. Oh, this is another thing I was actually going to talk to you about. I can't believe I forgot about this. So um, I was going to actually get a fish uh, in a fishbowl actually uh, before this no way. episode. Yeah, way. Uh, but unfortunately, I. Uh, you know the coronavirus happened, so I wasn't able to do it. So I was kind of bummed, and I was gonna I was gonna go through my my experience uh, 
working on, you know, getting the fish and how I got it and how I take care of it and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I thought it would be cool to talk about that on here. But uh, guess not. But uh, I don't know. What kind of I what kind of fish do you think I should get? Um, so for fish bowls, um, and I do have some extra fish bowls if you want any. I've got like you already gave my- me one. Well, if you want another, um, (laughs) you're more than welcome to. Um, But for the tiny fish bowls, you should really just do, like, a beta similar that I did. Yeah. um, Because um, a lot of fish will require, like, um, dissolved oxygen in the water. So that's what, like, my filter is constantly putting oxygen in the water so the fish can breathe. Whereas, like, betas in the wild live in, like, puddles and stuff like that. So they're able to pull their own oxygen from the surface. So that's why he's able to survive in such a small space. Um, definitely don't do a goldfish because they can grow pretty large. Um, I'm going to throw Marlene under the bus. She kept a goldfish in a water jug for a decent amount of time. But that guy got pretty big. Um, What's wrong with that? But I recommend the betas. What's wrong with keeping it in a water jug? Um, just because um, the rule when it comes to fish is that for every gallon is an inch of fish. So the tank I have in my room is a 20 gallon, so I can have up to 20 inches of fish. Okay. Like, yeah. I would never get like a 12 inch long fish because then it's like, okay, that fish is going to have nowhere to go and it gets pretty unethical. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, do you ever feel like you're depriving these fish of a, a bigger life? Um, honestly, with how polluted things get and how many predators there are, I think that it's kind of a safe haven where these fish never have to worry about a bird coming by and picking them up or, um, accidentally like swallowing sludge or anything like that. So, I mean, we're, we do give them like, at least I do, I can't speak for every fish owner, but like try to give them the best quality of life they can have. Hmm. That's interesting. Well, it's good, man. I think you're a, a good uh, fish fish owner. You know, you take care of those oh, fish. You. you really care about them. You know, I, I can tell when I'm in there. It's really cool to see. Oh yeah, they're so fun. Awesome, you man. didn't. I didn't. You wouldn't think that they're fun, but it's nice that like they have like multi-day feeder pellets that you can put in. So like, because I I wish I could travel more these days. I love traveling. But it's a nice pet where, you know, you can put in, like, a two-week multi-day feeder, and then I can just go and travel to, like, a trade show or something. And what does not that really mean, multi-day about them feeder? Stuff. What is that? Is that, is that food that you just put in there, or is it just, like, at a certain time drops food in or something? Um. So what I have, so it's kind of, it looks like a bar of soap. And it's got a bunch of food in it, so it just kind of dissolves over the two weeks and releases food to the surface for them to eat. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, well, and nice um, they like, like, around, like some for yeah. baitables, some for tanks, which is really nice. Um, but normally they kind of get like a pinch of fish flakes or pellets. Like I'm stocked up like this is like beta pellets. Like I never have to buy any for a long time. Um, cause this guy, he maybe gets like five or five pellets a day, probably. Huh. Five pellets a day? Mm-hmm. Yeah, keeping him nice and healthy. Yeah, dang. You think you're overfeeding him? 
<laughs> I might be. I, that's, I, I never want to underfeed. Yeah, um, you never want to underfeed. I get that. Um, but what's dude, is that by including the bamboo in this tank, um, it, the bamboo takes nutrients from, like, the food on the bottom. So it helps filters the water and pulls nutrients from the pellets that aren't consumed. Um, so that way it's like it's a little bit more sustainable in there. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Uh, dude, I used to have a um, uh, a lizard, uh, a gecko, when I was uh, oh, a kid. Oh, no Yeah. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, it was pretty cool to have. I kind of took it for granted, I think. But um, I had it for like four years. It's so interesting. When I got it, they said, like, it won't won't live more than three years. And it lived like four years. And um, I was not the best at taking care of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be honest. Well, I didn't, oh, I didn't, no. I feel like there were weeks where I, I forgot to feed there, like forgot to feed it, but it survived longer than it was supposed to. So maybe I did a good job. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. I know. Well, you're like animal cops weren't called on you. <laughs> oh, I don't know. Man. Well, I mean, I don't know. Well, my mom had to get the crickets. So it was cool because you, you, you would go to PetSmart and you'd buy these crickets, right? These, like, bags of crickets. And then you'd, like, drop them in the cage. And it was so cool to see, like, he would, like, like just, like, like walk around and, like, just, like, see a cricket and go, like, <clears throat> and, like, just, like, snatch one really fast and just, like, eat it. And it's it was so, like, cool to watch. But um, that was really the coolest part about having it because just watching him do that. So... I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe I fit him fine. I don't know. He didn't look unhealthy. He lived for a long time. Nice. Well, I bet you gave it a good quality of life when yeah. he was fed. I must have. I must have. He was happy. Awesome. Yeah, man. Um, um, so next question I have for you. Let me try to remember this one. Um, if you were to name a fish in this apartment, what name would you give? So, like, if you were to name the Lugarami. In your apartment? Mm-hmm. What's the ones that are, like, you have a couple that are, like, see-through, right? Yeah, the glass catfish. Yeah. What about uh, see-through Sammy? See-through Sammy. I like that. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Or a sexy Sally. Sexy Sally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a female? Um... I actually don't – it's, like, impossible to tell the genders of fish until they start breeding. Um, I bet there's ways to figure it out, sometimes with the coloration. But with the glass catfish being clear, it's impossible. Um, but they haven't bred yet, so I know they're the same gender. Um, but I've got no clue. Dang, man. Well, I guess but, you just have to And guess. then who am I to pick the gender of this fish? Like, I You're don't right. know how it identifies. You know? You're right. But you, are you – you know, but you do name them, so. I, I truly only name the beta fish. The rest of them I call by their species name. Yeah, you really do. Um, yeah, and it's, like, fine. I mean, it helps me, like, remember what it is, but I also think it helps not to get so emotionally attached. Like, I love my fish, but since some of them only live, like, two or three years, it's, like, I don't want to get overly attached. Right. Yes, fish. Love so, them or hate um, them. They're, they're going to be here. They're going to be here uh, long after we're here, I think. Do you think fish will yeah, outlive out us? Yeah, 
I think fish are going to outlive the human race. I I could see that. Um, and I have some more fish questions for you. Oh, she. All right, let's go. All right. Um, describe the coolest fish you saw at the shed. I like I said, I really like the one with the big mouth we saw. That was cool as hell. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I like the ones that like really big and they like lie in the ground. They have their eyes are like up. You know? Yeah, the flounders. Yeah, those are weird as hell. Um, um, so there's so many, man. They're they're all so crazy to me, and just uh, they have such a variety. They have so many fish uh, in there, and um, I should have taken more pictures. Um, my next question is: What is your favorite film that features a fish? Interesting question. Favorite film that features a fish? Um, probably the the Cat in the Hat movie with Mike Myers. <laughs> well, I never saw that coming. Um, I actually have not seen that movie. When what? I was a kid, I... <laughs> actually, that movie's actually pretty good. <laughs> I couldn't tell if it was a kid's movie or a horror film. It looks like... like <laughs> it's, after, it's, uh, it. um, there's a lot. Actually, it's pretty good. Um, they uh, Alec Baldwin's in it, too. Um, really? Yeah, it's a big movie. It's a, it's uh, it's pretty funny, I think. I don't know. It's, it's kind of a kid's movie. I mean, but um, it's a little both, I guess. It's just a weird, weird movie. Uh, but, the, you know, they, you know, you, you know the cat in the hat. Like, there's the fish and the bull, and he talks. And, so... Really sassy fish. I don't know. That was the first thing that came to my mind for some reason. <laughs> I didn't want to say, like, Finding Nemo, like, everybody in the whole world, you know. Yeah. But it's a good movie, but, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. What about you? What's your favorite movie with a fish? Um, honestly, probably Jaws. I have seen that movie, like, nice. too many times to count. Oh, yeah. That's, like, like, a couple times a year. It's just... What a masterpiece. Freaked me out so much as a kid, but then I think I... I mean, there's no sharks out there that are really like that. Like, no no great white is taking out boats and truly eating children. Um, Because, like, sharks, I don't know if you know, but they hate the taste of human blood. And the reason why there's so many shark bites is because that's, like, one of their number one senses, where they determine what something is through taste. And, like, once a shark bites you, they, like, most of the time let go. They're not trying to eat you. Because they're like, oh, this is not what I want. Oh, interesting. So, you'd think they would just, like, are hungry as hell and just eat anything. I, feel no, like I mean, sharks they, eat, they like, have anything. so many food options. Do they? Yeah, there's so much in the ocean. Yeah. Okay. Oh, and Jaws, they just seem like they'll eat anything. Yeah, that's true. I mean, some sharks will, like uh, bull sharks, which is, like, one of the three that will, like, really bite a person. Those sharks, they actually have the ability to live in fresh and salt water. So if they are, and they're the ones that will eat, like, uh, license plates and, like, garbage and stuff like that. Like, they they just really just bite anything they can. And um, in some rare cases, they've been, they um, have been documented to swim up the Mississippi, so they are able to make it into Lake Michigan, but it's so cold and unideal for the shark, but it truly does have the potential to make it up. Wow, that's weird. Could they live in there? 
Not really. They don't have a lot of food options. Like the fish it wants to eat really won't be there. It will really only be a shark they, and They desperate. don't need salt water. Wait, can you repeat that? Like, they don't need salt yeah. water? They they can live in either salt or fresh water. Huh. Interesting. Like, it's weird. I don't know how internally they were able to figure that out, but they did it. Cool. Um, my next question that I have for you, what is the scariest thing in the ocean for you? Like, what's something where you're kind of like, fuck that, I'm not going near that? Well, I don't know. Probably Great White Shark. That sounds, like, terrifying, to be honest. Mm -hmm. The fact they can just, like, you know, like, and, like, bring you down, you know, kill you in a second. Mm -hmm. Um, Just the the power of that. Um, Probably that. But I I remember I had a biology teacher in high school, and he was seriously afraid of whales, like, really afraid of whales. Um, Really? And it was it was just like the idea that you're so small compared to this ginormous thing, uh, mm-hmm. sort of freaked him out. And it was uh, like he says, if he ever looks at a picture of a whale and like a person, like side mm-hmm. by side, like he'll like freak out, like he freaks out apparently. Really, but whales are so good to people. I know, but it's it's just more about like the size comparison. I guess it is what freaks him out. I don't know. Gotcha. That like because um. I don't know if you knew this, but, like, killer whales, I think I would list as, like, the top predator of the oceans because they actively hunt great whites. They have been finding that the whale, killer whales will, like, grab a great white, remove its liver, and just eat the liver and leave. Oh, my God. Like, that's, like, a delicacy. Do killer whales, can they, do they attack humans? No, most, I mean, it depends. sea world, maybe. (laughs) Yeah, at SeaWorld, like, if you force a whale to this small swimming pool and torture it and keep it away from friends and family, like, that's that makes sense. I feel like any animal yeah. that's kept in captivity like that, like the tigers on Tiger King, they would lash out. Um, but overall, killer whales seem to be pretty good with people. The problem is with, like, some porpoises and dolphins is that they get so playful and they don't recognize their size. So, like, that's where your teacher would freak out. Like, the killer whale doesn't realize that it, if it throws you, it could kill you. Like, it just wants to play. So it's it's very innocent, but they're very powerful. Interesting. Huh. Innocent but, but powerful. That's what they say about me. I, yeah, isn't that awesome? Um, and I think what freaks me out, have you ever seen a bobbit worm? A bobbit? Twisted. A bobbit. Like, like bobbit, but a bobbit. It's like the hobbit with a B. Um, these worms are terrifying. I had no idea they existed up until like a year ago. And I don't know if you know this either, but like animals that do freak, worms freak me out. I've always thought worms are just so disgusting and so many worms <laughs> are like parasites and the idea of a worm living inside of me just like makes me want to vomit yeah that is um, terrifying but these bobbit worms live under the sand and it could just come up and just take your toe like <laughs> they just grab fish and just pull them underneath and it's and just like one of the, oh, its gross. mouths are freaky yeah you know it was one of the weirder things we saw at the shed was those um those little worms that were popping up in, out of the sand 
Oh, the garden eels. Yeah, those, oh, those ones were eels. Yeah, those were kind of cool. Those, those are, are so like, cute. Yeah, there's like little little eels just sticking out of the sand going. <laughs> yeah, and they was... look like little straws with the way they bend. It's just yeah. like a bunch of bendy straws on the bottom. I love that. But you remember those sea lampreys? I don't know. They were in the Great Lakes section, and some of them had their mouths up against the glass, and you could just see, like, rows and rows and rows of teeth. Oh, Those yeah. Yeah, that was creepy. Ugh. What about a leech? Oh. Yeah, I, ugh. Leeches are disgusting. Yeah, Anything that's, that's, like, no limbs and no face freaks me out. Yeah. Maybe I, I honestly might rather be in a shark-infested water than a leech-infested water. Exactly. I mean, like, sharks Sharks are not that bad. I think it's just, like, a really sad misconception from movies like Jaws. But a lot of sharks are truly sweethearts. Yeah. Yeah, and if you punch them in the nose, they'll go away. <laughs> yeah, but, like, I don't recommend just going around punching sharks yeah, in the nose. Maybe jab them in the like eye. Really Brando, I've watched a fair amount of Shark Week in my <laughs> years. Good, you're well-informed, Bob. Yeah, I know what to do. I know what to do. I've, I've seen but the movies. Speaking of sharks, so I've got some fossils here, but not so not everyone can see me. But I've got like this megalodon tooth. Whoa, megalodon! The, That's beautiful. I have always had an appreciation for megalodon. This is something that would definitely just swallow people whole. That's crazy. And do you know what megalodon's diet was? Human. Not human. Um, it actually existed when um, primates started walking upright, like Australopithecus and stuff like that. So, like, those creature, those monkeys weren't anywhere near the ocean for these things. But it would hunt whales, like humpback whale-like creatures, where it would just be in the dark and the whale would be going up for air, and then it would just come up and just knock the whale in half with its bite. <laughs> Whoa. And that's why there's so many of these teeth that people find around is because the shark could always regenerate teeth and it would just lose so much from the traumatic impact in wow. the whales. Yeah, I've I've seen like divers go down and like find them like no problem. Like oh, those megalodon teeth. So I, I was wondering that. I was, actually I was watching this video the other day where they were like going down and finding the teeth. And I was like, How are they able to find them so easily? But yeah, I guess that makes sense. They just like well, lose and them it's all like time. the size of my hand. Yeah, like dude. this is monster. Well, dude, it's crazy. Um, ever since I've been coming down here to Hilton Head, um, you uh, you walk down the beach and you could like look through all the shells and then like uh, you could find shark teeth. Um, oh, nice! And so like that, you... so like my family always like finds shark teeth on on the. Like on the beach, and then we have like a big collection of like all these shark teeth. Mm-hmm. They're not that big. I mean, they get like that big, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not not no bigger than like your I don't know a fingernail, like finger a, 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 a fingernail, yeah, or something like that. But um, but yeah, they're really they're really cool. Um, but yeah, I guess that makes sense. You know, the, the sharks are just like eating and eating, biting shit all the time, and they have so many teeth that like they probably mm-hmm. just fall out and like they grow new ones, and it's not a big deal. Um, yeah, but very, um, very interesting. Speaking of fossils, so I've got some other some other fossils handy to show you. So like, um, I got I, I won't show you right now, but I got these like hexagon shelves that I installed in one of my walls. So I've been putting fossils in there. Wow. Like here, if you can see this one. So I got like an ammonite shell, which is those curly shells. 
um, similar to like what is it, the Pokemon Om- Omnite? Yeah, Amistad. I was about to say it looks like that Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These things were honestly one of like the most successful creatures to ever live because they existed from like close to the dawn of life up until the end of the dinosaurs. Right. So it's just been when people have existed that these things have been died out. What a, it's like such a bummer. Um, and then I've got this one, which is an orthocone shell, which is kind of hard to see. I, but, I thought that was just some like man-made thing. That's a real thing you got there. Yeah, it's like within here. They kind of like glossed over it, and oh. you can like see more of the details in the back. Oh, okay. But this one, it's um, it's like a type of squid. Both the ammonite and this one, but um, instead of the squid having like a, a squishy body, it was like a like a shell. Like if this thing could like swim through like a like an arrow. Um, and wow. then, um, this one's really cool. So you can see, like, I've got, like, a, a little trilobite on this rock. Oh, um, no, so this cool. is what, um, Kabuto is based off of. What is that? Kabuto? Um, that's also one of the Pokemon. Um, the opposite of... Oh, Omni. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, I see, I know that Pokemon. So it's basically, it was, like, an undersea, like, horseshoe crab beetle-like creature. Um, but I was able to snag this one from Colorado. And you found all these? Um, I haven't. They've all been, like, store-bought. I've gotten, like, most of them in, like, Utah, Colorado area. Yeah. Um, I did a dinosaur dig there um, back in the day, like, in yeah. middle school. I went out to Utah. Um, and it was cool. I found a fossilized fern and a ceratosaurus tooth. Um, so if you've seen Jurassic Park 3, when they're, like, with all the giant piles of shit, and that pink dinosaur comes by with the horn, where they're looking for the cell phone, (laughs) I found that thing's tooth. Um, and then my mom found an Allosaur tooth, and Allosaur was, like, the T-Rex of the Jurassic, so that was a cool find. Whereas, like, mine, the Ceratosaur is, like, the coyote, where, like, the Allosaur would be, like, the wolf. Jeez, man, that's fucking cool. That's cool you found stuff. Like, it's just like, that's probably such a cool feeling because you're like, wow, like, this is like such an old thing, like, remnant of an old, like, thing on this Well, earth. and it's so cool because, like, you're digging for hours without finding anything, so when you're like, holy crap, I actually found something. And oh, it yeah. Was too, um, that's cool. This that's a good is the, um, And so they actually, like, kept that stuff and was able to put stuff on exhibit. They were really into the fern. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, so you didn't keep it? No, unfortunately not. Any fossils we found on that dig, the museum kept, which is like a smart thing that the museum did where they're like, you know what, we can pay tourists to do all the digging for <laughs> us and play. Yeah. So they're just like making money the entire time. It belongs in a museum. <laughs> yeah, I like it. I like it, man. That's cool, dude. Well, um, dang, man, we really covered the... Uh, you know, spectrum of, you know, old fish, new fish, red fish, blue fish, you know what I mean? <laughs> we have. Yeah, I love it, um, So I'm trying to think of another question I have. Um, are not, there any so. fish that you just hate? Ugh. Hate? Probably. Um... I don't 
I don't know if I really like, hate any fish. Um, you know, oh, here's an interesting story. I got an interesting story for you. When I was in, uh, when I went to camp, I actually I told you about this already when we were at the shed. Um, there was this fish that bit people's nipples. It was it was known as the nipple fish, and it was only one summer at camp, which was very confusing because I went for a couple of years. But for some reason, like this one summer at camp, this fish, like would would swim up, and it would bite your. It was all the guys, obviously, because the girls mm-hmm. had bathing suits over their nipples, so you know it would bite the nipple. And Thanks like, for clarifying. Yeah. And it would bite the nipple, and it, like literally, like nipples would start bleeding. I got bit, like all my like friends got bit. Like I, I remember I was sitting like at the docks, like I was sitting on the dock, and my friend was in the water, and I was just talking to him, and I saw the fish come up and bite him in the nipple. Like it was like a real thing. Like a lot of people at camp didn't believe it, and I was like, no, it's totally fucking real. Like, <laughs> and I think this one girl had a, a tattoo, like a fake tattoo on her leg. It was like a pig, like Harry Potter's face. And it, 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 like, if you, like, really squinted, it kind of looked like a nipple. And it, she got bit there on her leg. Wow. And no idea well, what Well, a lot going of on. fish um, that are considered, like, cleaner fish. Right. Where all they do is just pick parasites off other fish to eat. They're like, sea turtles love them. But maybe they thought that your nipple was, like, a, a parasite. And they were trying to help you out. Oh. <laughs> Didn't help out. <laughs> Just got a bloody nipple out of it. <laughs> so no. So that was kind of weird. So that was kind of one of the more annoying fishes I think I've ever uh, been around. Uh, but you know, actually, uh, when I when I was down here as a kid, uh, you know, like when uh, in the shallow water, um, the, there would be like these little minnows, and I used to like have this net, and I would just like like you know be like, catching fish with this little net. Um, and I would then take all the fish that I caught. They were like these little minnows. And I, I would bring them into, I'd build a sandcastle and build a moat. And then I'd put the mm-hmm. fish in the moat. So then, like, there'd be fish, like, swimming throughout the moat. It was, it was pretty nice. hardcore. I made some pretty hardcore sandcastles. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Awesome. Live fish. Pretty cool. Um, but, yeah. Um, good fish, bad fish, blue fish, red fish, old fish. You know, it's like that fish. Yeah, exactly, man. Um, um, but yeah, dude. Um, I think, dude. I think that's all I got. I, I actually should go to bed, dude. It's it is uh, midnight here in the, on the south east coast. So, unfortunately, wow, we've been going for like two hours. I know, dude. Yeah, I uh, I could talk about fish all night, but uh, I can't. I could talk about you. I could talk about fish for weeks. I'm sure. Yeah, I can tell. Well, dude, I'll have to have you back on uh, the show once uh, I get it back going again. But, yeah, mm. I- I'm thinking about doing another, um, like, uh, time slot thing in the summer so I can have more guests on. But I'll let you know, man. Definitely would love to have oh. you on again. Yeah, I'd love to come back. This was so much. Thank you for having me. This was so much yeah. fun. Awesome stuff. Thanks, Andrew Brandell, for being on Mub Club. This was a lot of fun talking about fish. I learned a lot. I hope you guys learned a lot. That's what it's all about. Uh, But yeah, this isn't the only show here on Hip Dad Radio. We got shows going every single day of the week. So uh, go check out our website, hipdad.cool, or follow us on Instagram to see when we're going live and what we're doing. Uh, We got plenty of surprises all the time for you. So uh, tune in next week for more Mub Club. We'll be seeing you.